Captain's Log Supplemental. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Welcome to the Matter Hex Podcast. I'm Peter. I'm Frank. I think I'm still Corey. Hard to keep track of who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week of hell, huh? Yeah, it's been a week, yeah. Mm. But, you know, they haven't updated my license, so I think I'm still Corey. We move on and hope the next Mm. week gets better. I got my license (sighs) updated, but unfortunately the website for checking passports was down and I couldn't get my real ID, but... Uh. Oh, well. I've got my real ID. I can leave the state I had to legally. order. I mm. had to order a new birth certificate. Couldn't find mine. Mm. So I'm going to get a passport because I realized for the real ID, you need bills mailed to you. And I haven't had bills mailed to me in over a decade. Mm. Because. <coughs> Who does that? The present. <laughs> <laughs> so also in the present or slightly near future, we're getting a new Venom series. Whoa. Yeah, I can't read this. Wait a minute. Okay, go ahead. I'm just going to go over the basic part of it. We're coming out of the King in Black storyline. That's all done. So now Venom is going to be a combination of, like, Batman Beyond and uh, Spawn. Okay. Don't know how that's going to be, but, Mm. you know, the whole thing. But I did see that uh, the symbiote has a new host. Eddie Brock gives him up. I didn't read spoilers, but... But uh, uh, Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman are on it. Uh, two great names in Spider-Man lore. Could but, they uh, make he's... his chest any bigger? Potentially. Yeah. Sometimes, <coughs> too. Hmm. Eddie's son, Dylan. Becomes a particularly large and robust version of Venom. Uh, so, not so much... Batman Beyond and what was the other one? Spawn. 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 More um, Shazam. Well, Shazam's not paralyzed. Neither is Dylan. Yeah, apparently he got shot in the spine by... um... The Joker? Does he have Barbara Gordon's number? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be real problems if the Joker takes naked pictures of him. Apparently he got shot in the spine by Jack-o'-lantern. Close enough. Thought he was dead. He got better. Yeah, it's comics. Where have you been? And then while we're on this, uh, let the bat eat the cat. Yeah, I've seen the panel for it. It's not graphic. But, you know. Suggestive enough? Suggestive enough. Uh, Of course they don't have the panel here. It's basically... um, Head down view from Catwoman's perspective. Kitties. <laughs> oh well, it got controversy, so that controversy yeah. is. But yeah. uh, other Spider-Man spin-off news. There's a new Carnage series coming out. Extreme Carnage. This time it's Flash Thompson versus Carnage. Welcome to the '90s. Flash. 
is resurrected. Coming out of the King of Black. Coming out, yeah. He was killed in absolute carnage when uh, Carnage ripped out his spine for his codex. But uh, (coughs) resurrected by a white dragon symbiote, the same as uh, Cletus Cassidy was then resurrected by a... Carnage. uh, Yeah, by Carnage, who became a dragon symbiote himself. And then rebonded with Cletus. But uh, the tagline is, uh, one of them won't stay resurrected for long. For long until Cassidy goes. Right. uh, Most of the Carnage series ends with Carnage being killed. (coughs) Yeah. I mean, right now, Cletus is right now the upper torso of a corpse. And that's all he is. He's got a little spinal column hanging out, and then he's rib cages and up. The rest of him is gone. Every comic is somebody's first. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, my. But Flash resurrected. He'll be uh, Agent Anti-Venom. I wonder according if to the, the uh, splash art for it. Will he start running with the Guardians again? Unknown. We'll see. Speaking of Guardians, um, one of the articles I was reading um, about Chadwick Boseman, one of the What If episodes is that he's going to be Star-Lord. He's going to be the one who was taken in space by Yondu. Huh. So. um, Who, T'Challa? Yeah. Because Chadwick Boseman, before he passed away, had recorded a number of What If episodes. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting little twist on the Guardians. So he's actually going to be Star-Lord. There's the the Batman-Catwoman scene. None of these seem as risque as when he was walking around with his dong hanging out. Well... I'm confused now, because was this a comic panel? I thought it was in the Harley Quinn animated series. No, 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 in the book. Oh, in the Harley Quinn comic. No, yeah. not even in Harley oh, Quinn. Oh, okay. I don't know how Harley Quinn got involved in this yeah, then. Yeah, I, I thought it was in a Harley Quinn comic. Never mind. I'm just confused. Uh, yeah, we're completely out of the loop. <laughs> we're loopy. I'm not sure. Batman wouldn't allow a scene with Batman going down on Catwoman in the Harley Quinn animated series. Okay, so it was in the animated show, not the comic. The uh, animated show, by the way, not for kids. That's what I've understood. Isn't it, like, relevant to the Diniverse? No. It is not? Okay. Not at all. There's far more <coughs> cursing than in yeah. the Diniverse. So this is where you fuck the bats. Well then, Okay. Okay, moving on to our regular news and not being sidetracked by Batman and Catwoman's oral fetishes. Um, James Gunn spoke to Marvel NBC about doing a Guardians Suicide Squad crossover. That's it. James Gunn decided he wanted to say, I really wanted these things to come together. Mm. Speaking out, hopefully he's going to get some... He's doing a Twitter army thing to try to get people behind it, but let's be honest. I'm just hoping somebody slaps some sense into him. It's never going to happen. 
unless they sign over the Warner Brothers rights to Marvel. But from what I understand, the CEO of uh, Discovery has basically been living at the WB Studios recently. Hmm. He's very, very, very involved in all decisions um, WB right now. So I don't think DC is going to go anywhere for any time soon. Uh, Star Wars X-Fighter is finding its home at the Smithsonian Museum. It is currently under restoration work. Uh, you can see it while it's under restoration work. It will be entering the museum in 2022. So you have till the end of the year to go see it. Unfortunately, it is a sequel trilogy X-Wing. But all those disappointments aside, it's still a... It's an still an X-Wing. It's yeah. still an X-Wing. Reprints. And it will be at the air and space. Those were Star Wars reprints down there. Yeah. Because they had the diamond in the corner instead of the regular tag. That's how Marvel used to do that when they put them in, you know, three for a buck bags and stuff. Huh, I didn't know that. Reprints were diamond corners. And now you know the rest of the story from the old person in the room. Well, I know that Marvel's going to be doing collections hard covers. I don't know if they're doing soft covers, but they're doing hard covers of all the old Marvel ones. Hmm. And they've allowed Dark Horse to do compendiums of the Dark Horse stuff now. Yeah. So Some of that stuff was really good. I enjoyed a lot of that. But they have to label it as Legends. That's the yeah. catch. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Xbox Design Lab is back. You can customize your own Xbox controller. And engrave it specifically for the Series S and X series <coughs> consoles. Ouch. Um, it's not too big of a deal. Um, you're looking at seventy dollars for a combination for a controller. You can have it however you want, and you can even have a personal message engraved in the controller. Hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Pokemon Unite is hitting Nintendo Switch in July. And it will be on Android and iOS in September. Is it like X-Men Unite? Uh, it is not. This is going to be more like League of Legends or any of the other 4 million <coughs> MOBAs there are out there. Ah. Uh, Multi-online battle arenas. So they gave us a little bit more information. Originally when this game was released, people were really frustrated because we really don't need another MOBA. But um, in this one, you start off with your team and... You, they showed that you actually evolve your your Pokemon evolve mid battle. Mm-hmm. So you will be fighting another trainer with five on five teams, and it looks pretty good. I mean, we have switches, so we'll be downloading it and playing yeah, it at least, yeah. messing around with it. Um, we'll see how that goes until uh, we get our asses repeatedly beat by some players in South Korea and decide <laughs> we're never going to touch it again. Yeah, kind of like in Endgame that. Uh... Thor, that little kid from the basement is doing it again. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, last week we talked a little bit about E3 as far as the stuff that was announced at that point, but after we were done recording, they announced more stuff. Nintendo announced a new Mario Party, they announced a new WarioWare game, they announced a few other things. The big one is they announced a new Metroid game. This is the first new Metroid game in 15 years. Hmm. So that's almost half my life. Um, 
This will be a... It's a third of mine and a quarter of Frank's. <laughs> huh? First game in 15 years from this series. Oh, okay. That's a quarter oh, of your life. okay. Yeah, sorry. I it was... was an insult. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... <clears throat> What's really cool is this is gonna they're not modernizing really. Like they're using a three D development engine. It will run on I believe the engine's gonna be Unreal. I don't think it's gonna be uh Unite, but it's gonna be a side scrolling game. They're not going out of their way to appeal to any modern game. Open world yeah, three nothing, dimension. Nothing like that. There is a three dimensional Metroid series called Metroid Prime, which is very successful in its own right. Yeah, but they're saying they're saying side scrolling is this game's roots. This is going to be a numbered entry in the base game series. It's going to be side scroller. Huh. So we are getting a full Nintendo Switch release game that does have a special edition available, which I've already pre-ordered. That will be side scroller and will pay homage to the original games. Which first one came out in 1986. So Metroid turned 35 years old today. Back this before year. anybody knew Seamus was a chick. Yes. That happened when on Super Nintendo? Super Nintendo. It was revealed that Samus was a female. Um, which was the third entry in the series. And back then she had green hair. Since then she's been turned into a blonde. It happens sometimes when you bleach. Yeah. But that's all I have in the news. But as far as non-news is concerned, we should talk about Loki. Ooh. Well, did you know people were starting a petition so that when Elon Musk goes into space, they keep him up there? I did not know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they should keep Bezos up there, too. Oh, no. It was, is it Bezos who's going up? Yeah, it's they Bezos. Both, okay. Aren't they both? Okay, I don't know, but Bezos I is the one. I know Bezos is for sure going up. I don't know about Elon. <clears throat> I know Elon was talking about moving to Mars in the next 10 years. I should take Trump with him. I don't think they'd be ready for Mars yet, though. That's going to be a little bit of a problematic right now, but... What about the moon? Not far enough away. Like the Eternals. What about the dark side? <coughs> I don't even know if they were on the dark side. Not in the show, anyhow. They just had this... Oh, you mean the Inhumans? Yeah, well, no, yeah. the Eternals went to the moon too, didn't they? Well, in in Marvel, the standard thing, the Inhumans lived in the on the uh, blue area of the moon where the Watcher was. Uh, they had built their city, the blue area. That's where Phoenix got um, killed the first time in the dark in the Dark Phoenix saga. Hmm. Didn't the X Men live on the moon for a while too? Um, not really, but they're going to Mars. Oh, yeah. That's the big spoiler from uh, the Hellfire Gala. They terraformed to Mars. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Strife had a base on the moon, though. Yeah. But apparently, were there two islands now, Krakoa and something else? And the other island, they made the gateway to Mars or something. I just read a spoiler article, like, yesterday. I didn't retain much of it, but... Yeah, they... Huh. That was the big thing. They... Terraform Mars really fast. I know that. <clears throat> well, they have mutants. Well, that's how they did it, yeah. Yeah. Mutant abilities. I know that the that rover we just sent up there is attempting to plant seeds mm -hmm. in the real world. I bet it's weed. 
<laughs> Picard season two is featuring Q. Yeah, because there's a petition online for that. That the scene where Picard is laying in bed and Q pops up into his bed, mm-hmm. they want that to be referenced in Picard. <laughs> but there's there's something I was reading again. This was just a real brief thing that there that might invalidate the end of the first season. So he might make Picard human again. He also might make Picard a Q. Good point. <clears throat> I don't so. think he'd make Picard a Q. So I think he likes messing with them. Yeah. He might make them alive again. He does, but if he makes them a cue, then he can mess with them for all eternity. He can already do that. True. Just well, keep going back on his timeline. Yep. And pull them into any yeah. existence that he wants them in. I think the best thing with Q, though, was when they put him on Deep Space Nine. And Had he... to stop for gas. No, no. Um, <laughs> this was like, oh, Q's popular. Let's put him in as a guest star in the first season. Right. They had Cisco punch him in the face. And he said, Picard would never have done that to me or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And he never went back to Deep Space no, Nine. No. Because <laughs> he liked to mess with Voyager, too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think by that time, um, Deep Space Nine didn't really need him. As, you know, again, as a repeating guest star, you know, they just they just brought Miguel Barrett Roddenberry in to mess with Odo. <laughs> and uh, Cisco could commit war crimes all on his own. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the ends justified the means, apparently. Cisco was the Anakin Skywalker of Star Wars or Star <laughs> Trek. Except he didn't murder all the little children. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what he did off camera. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, of all the Star Trek characters, he's definitely the one who would murder children. <laughs> you don't think Worf would? I was about to say Worf might, yeah. yeah. But anyway, Loki, damn but it! That that Loki. was a line in one of the Peter David books. Was it? Worf told Deanna he does not eat children, if I recall. Because <laughs> I, I don't recall which book, I don't recall the circumstances, but it was something along the lines of why she always not ignored him, but was cautious about him. He said, Klingons don't eat children. And whatever brought that about, I'm going to have to go look that up now. (laughs) Anyhow, what's the show you're talking about, Loki? Loki! Okay. God, that was a good episode. Yes. Yes, it was pretty good. I guess that was Loki's sister? No, it's Loki. We're not sure, though, because she is listed, I think, in the credits as another name, which could be just a... But he said her name. Something with an S? Yeah, he talked to her. Yeah. It's Loki. No, it is Loki. So it's female Loki? Lady, Lady no, Loki. No, it's Loki. Okay. It's just Loki. Okay. Because... In the comics, there was yeah. a time where he went around as Lady Loki, but it's just Loki. What What happened in the comics recently, well, the most recently, um, when Asgard was destroyed and they were all, I don't want to say reincarnated or whatever, um... They came back as different in different bodies, more or less, and Loki came back as a woman, just what, to screw around with Thor. It was that was mess the, around with his yeah, head rather. Let me rephrase that. Was the that. body that was meant for <laughs> Lady Sif. Yeah, that was it. it. Okay, that was it. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's Loki. When Asgard I, was in Oklahoma. Yeah. <clears throat> now it's in uh, Canada. 
Really? I think, or Greenland, Iceland. Uh, is that where, in the MC uh, Cinematic in the MCU, Universe? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But yeah, that was interesting, little bits of twists and turns. and. It may even be the same village that Aquaman pops up in, in Justice League. That in would be funny. <laughs> the credits of the show, the, the character's name is listed as Sylvie. Okay. Which could be Sylvie Lushton, known as Enchantress. That would be weird bringing Enchantress in, but... Yeah. Got four more episodes. What the hey? <coughs> I think Loki went through the portal because I don't think he's betraying the... Um, well, he was going to be accused of everything, so I think correct. he... He did what Loki does, and that's save his own skin. Yeah, hightail it, it out of there. It will be beneficial eventually. Yeah, because he's tracking down. Mm-hmm. Lady Loki. I have we seen Loki be able to transfer consciousness from person to person before? Not that I'm aware of in the movies. Right. No. Because she was using that power, and that's not a traditional right. Loki power. No. I mean, even if it's a Loki from another timeline, the power should be consistent. Well, they're even mm. hinting at his uh, drying himself off. Yeah. Is a new power. That would be transmogrification. Able to alter the. Uh, molecular structure of something remove the water from it like Calvin does yeah or he could have also just hit in the fact that he was wet yeah illusion he's an illusionist yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that again they were talking about the difference between uh, you know duplicating himself and creating mirages of himself <clears throat> but I thought it was a very good episode, and I'm wondering if the TVA is going to be able to get all those splinter timelines under control. Right. And we notice at the very, very end that Judge Girl mm -hmm. grabs her stick and jumps into a portal, too. Mm. Presumably to talk to the... Uh... The TVA Time Lords who the might not Lords. exist. Yes. Yes. It might just be her right. in charge, she... knowing the secret that... She yeah. may be um, uh, Terminatrix, hmm. Kang's girl buddy. Well, that Ravona was Kang's girl buddy. Girl buddy, yeah. yeah. Um, and wasn't her death what triggered Kang to go yeah, crazy? Yeah, he's trying to make her, you know, keep her alive again. So, I mean, the three of them, I mean, Kang is, I don't know, I want to say not featured, but... He is one of the three, as yeah. far as we know. I think know. it's pretty so, obvious yeah. that he's the middle one. Yeah. I mean, it's got the flat yeah. shield, the face. So it's I got mean, the spikes it's spikes down the arms. I don't think it's the theory that they don't exist is right. It's right. Bit, but what, how they exist, might be as legends or whatever. Kang could have eliminated the other two. Mm -hmm. But and then it's also where they can all be Kangs. The, yeah, it's possible. This is the Council of Kangs. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing is they said that the timeline isn't finished yet. So if they're not, if the timeline's still continuing and all the TVA recognizes that the timeline is still continuing, then there has to be somebody pulling the strings, literally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, though. 
I like the fact that we're actually able to talk about it and ask questions and come up with theories mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Mephisto's behind it. <laughs> with uh, it was Agatha all along. That's right. With but then it was Mephisto controlling Agatha. Right? Oh yeah. With Star Wars, uh, Mandalorian, we really didn't have that. With Bad Batch, we definitely don't. No. Um, <laughs> this was an interesting episode too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's the guide. Here's the outline for Mandalorian. Put Bad Batch in there, you know. It's like kidnap the kid in the yeah, second yeah. to last episode. Yep, you're, yeah. these, these four are going to be watching over a kid that they didn't really want, and they're going to be kidnapped by the bad guys. And it's like, yeah, just follow this. Just follow what we did with Mandalorian. You'll be fine. How the hell did Hunter survive that? Getting shot in the chest. Yeah, I have no idea. He was wearing his Beskar armor underneath. It his went other all the armor. way through. When he, he fell to the ground, they showed it glowing red in his back. I think Little Miss Empath had something to do with it. I guess potentially, but he See, should be should dead. Have, they should have had that medic droid from Camino stow yeah. away with them too. I think that would have <coughs> been then, fun. That would have made the removing the chips a whole lot easier. Yeah, they wouldn't have had to go to that planet then, and it would have corrupted the entire plot. All right. Yeah. And Wrecker wouldn't be the only comedic relief. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, Gonky. Yeah. Who hasn't been in the last two episodes. Gonk. I want a Gonk droid. <laughs> yeah, it's just the plot devices just seemed like, you know. Very repetitive. Yeah, we've, I've seen this before uh, in the series just recently, so. <clears throat> but. Yeah, no, Bad Batch is nowhere near as much as I was hoping it was going to be. No, like, I was psyched for this show. I was, I was kind of hoping for um, a team in space, which you might get that eventually. But I mean, they're just testing the but, waters yeah. and yeah. creating a plot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they're just following through with where they were at the end of Clone yeah. Wars, and but it, I think every one, every other one of their series started out episodic. Right. One episode, one episode, one episode before developing an overlying story arc. Right. And they're going straight into the story arc without real character development. It's like we're supposed to know these guys already. We have plenty of character development. Her name's Omega. Ugh. That's the only character development we're getting. She is... Um, and how everybody is becoming more and more attached to her. Like, Yeah, she's very close to Ezra. Yeah. In my book. I like her a lot more than Ezra. I do like her. I'm not going to say I don't. I do like her. Well, I mean, we obviously think... I still hope she gets dragged out to the outer rim. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we don't really know what her difference as a clone is. So maybe that's what's driving some of this. She has a vagina. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's one difference. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, she can have powers that are subtly influencing them, for all we know. We've seen Wrecker grow, like, into more of a clown. Mm-hmm. We've seen Hunter grow into more of a father figure. But Tech and Echo are getting the shaft. Yeah. They're, almost... They're really side characters, and they both oh. have kind of the same purpose. Yeah. You have to remember, too, with an ensemble cast, even though it's only five people, more or less, 
you know, some character development's going to be put off until later on. You can't yeah. you can't do it to all the characters at once. Right. I mean, Echo <clears throat> has had his thing too through Clone Wars. We know why Echo is the way what he, he is. is. Yeah. I just I was hoping for more Echo, I mm-hmm. guess, because he's a character we're already attached to. Now right. the only one. Obviously, we rate a lot of our stuff off of the pops that we buy. Right. Okay. We, if we like something like. Frank already has all the Loki ones on pre-order. Right. Um, well, all... I, I think that was just reflex. Oh, it's a it's <laughs> it's exclusive. Click 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 click. Um, <laughs> the only character from the Bad Batch that I've ordered has been Wrecker. Mm-hmm. I like him. I do like him as a character. Yeah. But when they had first announced that set, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy all six of them. Not even trying. Hmm. And I think that says something to what they've done with the characters. Yeah. Personally. What, there's the five of them and then there's Omega. Yeah. Crosshair, Tech, Echo, Hunter, Omega, and uh The one you didn't mention. Yeah. <laughs> Echo, Tech, Hunter, Crosshair, Wrecker, Omega. Yeah, that's it. That's all of the characters. But now I'll have a wrecker with a gun and wrecker with fists, because he's and, on his way. And another uh, Star Wars related, uh, Ming-Na Wen is getting a Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Oh, oh, nice. That's cool. I remembered seeing that when I just happened to think about that when we were talking about that. And the new Fennec Shand minifigure for Lego... My little nerd heart is exploding. Aww. Hmm. <clears throat> so, that's kind of cool. So far, though, like, Bad Batch has been a series of references. That's the first time we've seen Cad Bane in a long time. Right. His voice wasn't the same. I didn't notice that no. enough. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't the same. His voice had more of an echo, I guess, now that I think of it. It was deeper. Um... But, I mean, we've had Cad Bane, we've had Fennec, we've had Rex, um, we've had those two girls. Right. And we're, what, <laughs> Hey, let's bring in some characters from the most hated story arc. <laughs> we had the farmer guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cut. Yeah. In the very first episode, we had, um... Admiral Death Star, dude. Tarkin. Yeah, that's the one. So we've had a guest in every episode. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of making sure you're aware of the continued, you know, universe. Yeah. But I understand yeah. that, but I don't know. I just, I still think the best episode of the series so far has been the one with Rex in it, hmm. and I seriously question whether or not it was just because Rex was in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, they figure they have these characters, you know, do we bring one back or do we create a new one? Like Mochi. Yeah. Luke killed Mochi. Yes. <coughs> I do like the, uh, what are they called? Trandashian woman. The one that's given oh, the them boss. the orders. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh. Little angry girl from yeah. uh, the little angry girl from Cheers. Yes, <laughs> yes. 
Yes, Sid is her name. Sid. Sorry. Uh, not Carla. Carla. Uh, Rhea Perlman. Rhea yeah. Perlman, yeah. Yeah, not off the subject, but, you know, the next co- comic convention or whatever you go to, you do need t-shirts on the back that says Luke killed Moochie. <laughs> Just a thought. Carrying around a sign. Yeah. Protesting. <sighs> That's what Luke we could do. Luke killed Moochie. Luke killed Moochie. I'm going to dress as the uh, Rancor Handler. <laughs> oh my that means I'm shirtless <laughs> I wonder how much I paid that guy hey you want to be shirtless on camera hey it's a you Star Wars at, film yeah, yeah you gotta stare at this screen and cry <laughs> okay so that's that uh, anybody got anything for the bragging? oh uh other uh, streaming service news, Netflix, uh, check out Sweet Tooth. It's a DC property. Uh, global pandemic, killing off people. At the same time, uh, children start being born half animal. They call them hybrids, but they're not hybrid at all because there's no animal DNA involved. And Robert Downey Jr. was producer. Yes, he yes. and his wife, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep but uh three episodes in excellent show <laughs> yeah it's on my queue I've been watching Fresh Off the Boat with Tammy but I think I'll need to take a break just to watch and, that and I believe um, a couple of days or a week after this podcast drops Black Widow hits theaters yep. yeah so here's the thing we do this thing called spoilers ahead if you listen to this podcast, you have to know that this is a big deal for us. Yes. We'll try to be polite about it, but let's be realistic. After we all go watch Black Widow, which we've already said that we are all going to go watch Black Widow in some shape or form, we're going to talk about Black Widow yes. in some shape or form. I, I just want to see the end credits scene where Steve Rogers has a conversation with the Red Skull. I just want to see that. What now? Well, I don't know if it's going to be in there, but oh. that's what I want to see in an end credits scene. <laughs> because, you know, any other Infinity Stone, he can just drop it in place. There's no place to put the Soul Stone. He's got to talk to, when he does it, he's got to talk to the Red Skull. Now, of course, I'm this is wish fulfillment on my part because I doubt that's going to be in the movie. But, you know, I still think he's going to get Black Widow alive. I do believe Black Widow's going to be alive, but I think Black Widow's going to be alive because of Bruce. Yep. As we said last week. Yes. <laughs> and we'll say next week, too. <laughs> and I also think that the Infinity Stones that he was supposed to return went to the TVA. Because they have a whole drawer of Infinity Stones. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just think that's just too much of a plot point that it's unresolved. You know, when you think about it, he's... Yeah, how do you put that back? How do you put that back? He can't. Just leave it's it on the ground and run soul. away. Yeah. yeah, soul for a soul. When you return it, do you get that soul back? Is it like the quarter in the carts at Aldi's? Yep, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, that would be such... It's so unresolved, because like in Endgame, um, Hawkeye said the floaty red guy. You know, because they didn't know he was Red Skull. Mm. You know? Yeah, they weren't born yet. So... You know, it just, yeah, it's a connect-the-dot Easter egg type thing for people who are fans, but, boy, that's unresolved, and I'd love to see it resolved. Yeah. That's not true either, though. Red Skull was brought to the future just like Captain America was. 
Not in the MCU. No, he was in the they MCU. Teleported to the Tesseract zapped him basically, uh, and he became the guardian of the Soul Stone. Okay. Which, from what, and I didn't we don't know, know the how. stones work together like that. Like the <laughs> Space Stone, which is the Tesseract, was mm-hmm. just like, "Hey, Soul Stone, I I got a secretary for you. <laughs> I know you were looking for one. You mm-hmm. needed somebody to greet your guests. It's like I found indeed. this guy. Well, they are computer programs, basically, is how they describe them. That's how Ultron became, you know, the computer program from the stone. You know, it, it's yeah. it wasn't magic. It was a very advanced computer program. In the mind which could stone, be magic, correct? Yeah, right. yeah. In the game, Cor, are you still playing Ultimate Alliance Three right now? I haven't in a week. Okay, well, <laughs> um, in Ultimate Alliance Three, Ultron's program gets removed from Ultron and installed in the Soul Stone. Hmm. Yeah, but it came from the Soul Stone, but not that Ultron. No, it came from the Mind Stone. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Now he's trapped in the Soul Stone. Vision put him there. Oh. Yeah. How does Ultron have a soul? He doesn't. He (laughs) was using the Soul Stone to back himself up to make more of himself. Oh. By stealing human souls and installing himself into the human bodies. Mm. Oh, he was making, like, flesh Ultron bots. Right. So, um... Vision installs him, loses him into the Soul Stone, then. Hmm. He's deep inside the Soul Stone now. You should be past that point in the game now. I haven't played since. Yeah. It happens in Avengers Tower. Yeah. (laughs) There was news that I'm surprised you didn't mention. Uh, I thought you would have been excited for this. Uh, She-Hulk, the series coming to Disney+, Plus, will also introduce uh, Sakaar. I did not know that. Hmm. So, son of Hulk. Oh, Bruce. <laughs> you haven't paid any child support. Yeah. They didn't have... Hulk's woman wasn't on the gladiator planet in the MCU. So I wonder who Sakaar's yeah. father or mother is going to be. Yeah, they never mention her, but I'm sure it's still... Uh, what's her name? Cassiera? Yeah, but he was the ruler of the entire planet. He never became the ruler in the MCU. He just became a gladiator. He right. never got to the point of the uprising. Right. Well, maybe because he was winning a lot, he got a few perks. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was thrown down with Valkyrie for a while. Yeah. But I doubt Valkyrie is Sakaar's mom. No, because it even says that he's half old, uh, what are they called, old power? Yeah. Old something. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if that's going to lead to World War Hulk. Well, because is the reason. World War She Hulk is coming out too. Yeah. Well, that's because she goes nuts, doesn't she? And like, yeah. This is in the comics. In the comics, yeah. yeah. Oops, sorry, bud. Watch Pixar's Luca. Yeah, Luca. If you haven't watched that yet, it's a good feel-good movie. You'll enjoy it. Ah. Um. I was looking forward to it because it's Pixar. But, mm-hmm. You know, it holds true to Pixar. It almost looks like claymation at points. Hmm. It's very well done. <coughs> they didn't go for realistic looking stuff at all. They just made it look like it was 
stop motion. And it came out great. But it's sea monsters that, when they go up in the land, they turn into humans. When they get wet, their scales come back out. Hmm. And the much like the Little Mermaid, the town that they decide to hang out in is a town of people that just want to kill sea monsters. Oops. Hmm. Yeah. Doesn't you, sound like a good place to hang out. You can see the conundrum. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> They have to avoid water while they're on land. Some kid in their school is having a pool party. <laughs> they got to figure out how to get around this without mm. seeming weird. Yeah. You have to watch it. Yeah, you have to watch it because those things come into play. Oh, am I, <laughs> am I nailing it without seeing it? Kind of. Uh, uh. Less pool party, more classic Italian village on the seaside. Uh. Yeah. Oh. Oops. Um, so, you guys have anything for the bragging? I didn't bring anything. Yeah, we're traveling <laughs> light today. I just want to point out that I found my $100 Azula figure for $10 in a GameStop. Nice. And I got my new Xbox after saying last Sunday I was going to get a new <laughs> Xbox. Sweet. No, I haven't... Uh... Well, I did get my uh, Venomized Gwenpool... Yes, that I saw came that. in. That came in at GameStop, and they actually called me. Yeah, because to it was, tell me that it was mm. in because it was sitting in the drawer for a week and a half, and I told them to call you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I did get one of my chases. I got the uh, Good Omens uh, one with the wings, but I just didn't bring anything with me today. That's Crowley, right? Crowley and Aziraphale, yeah. So they got the wings and. Um, Xerophil has his flaming sword, and I think Crowley has a tire iron. <laughs> so. <coughs> so. It does say angels fight with crude weapons. Yep. That's really all I have for the bragging. Hmm. So, what's in the box? I don't know. What is in the Come box? On, what's in the box? Plenty of stuff over there. We do have plenty of stuff. Let's see what we have not. We can rip out that Azula out of the box. That's in a box, right? <laughs> Please don't. I'll cry. You'll see a grown man cry. There's How about... Is there only one of those? There's two thing, two different things in that box. Because I condensed. Here we go. There are three different things in this box. Okay. <laughs> oh, spoiler for uh, Ultimate Alliance 3. Mm -hmm. The final boss is not Thanos. Oh. It's Thanos' son. Thane. Thane. Okay. He gets corrupted by the power of the Infinity Gauntlet and summons the Infinity Armor, and it's too much for him. Oh, so then, and here we go. Then Thanos joins the Ultimate Alliance with all the heroes oh. to beat the shit out of his own son. I hate when that happens. <laughs> and then Thor cuts his head off. So the one I got to number four of first. Was Avengers Endgame Bag Clips. Ooh. 
We have said Thanos, Ronan, Captain Marvel, Valkyrie, Rescue, Hulk, Captain America, War Machine, Thor, and it uh, looks like both Infinity Gauntlets. Thanos's and Stark's. The little Captain America has a Thor hammer, and the little he Hulk does. has an Infinity Gauntlet. He cool. does. And Thor has both Mjolnir and uh, Stormbreaker. I had Captain Marvel on this week, watching that again, while I was doing other things. I got Rescue. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like Rescue. It's I don't know why people say that's such a bad movie. It's not really. Which one? Captain Marvel. No, I enjoyed I it. I thought it was good. Yeah. But you know what really bugs the crap out of me? The soundtrack. Because every time she does something dramatic, you get the same seven or eight note cue. And, you know, you can tell she just, like, you know, rammed a starship, beat up a bad guy, because you get that cue, and it's like... I got Thanos <sighs> with his sword and infinity gauntlet. I got War Machine. War Machine. Cool. Thanos has a rather large package for a bag clip. <laughs> okay. Bigger than Thor's. War Machine doesn't have one. In case you're interested. Yeah. <laughs> He has the cod piece of the yeah, gods. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the uh, big dick energy. Both hammers. Cool. Literally. You've yeah. heard of the infinity stones. Now meet my infi infinity bone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a terrible uh... pun. Okay, so we're going to go to break. And when <clears throat> we get back, we're going to talk about Merka. More or less. Captain Merka. Welcome back to Humata Hex Podcast. I'm Marka. I'm George S. Patton. And I am not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, because this is coming out around the time of uh, July 4th, which is the American Independence Day, for the people who are not based in America that do listen to this, um, we're going to talk about American-based heroes. And we're not talking like... Uh, comic book characters that were just made for made in America because there's tons of those. We're talking about Americas that are superheroes that base their identity around America, or like Captain America, Iron Patriot, some of the early Superman stuff. Um, uh, I know you guys have other characters also. Yep. U.S. Agent Homelander. There's the one I was actually thinking of, Major Victory. Oh. With the flag painted on his face. Yep. And, uh... Yeah, I can't think of the guy from Alpha Flight, though. Alpha Flight was Canadian-based heroes. I know the nickname was Major Maple Leaf, but I can't think of... of his name at the moment. Vindicator. Thank you. But, uh... Yeah, usually, you know, if you have a comics company, you're going to have your basic patriotic hero of some sort um 
American Eagle, Jason Strongbow. Um, hmm. Not to say that there aren't other... That looks kind of like Gary Frankish art. I, this is just a Marvel database. Oh, then it might not be Marvel. <laughs> it might not be who I was thinking of then. Okay. Um, I mean, you've got Captain Britain and other mm-hmm. heroes, but for the sake of this episode... We may ramble on into those. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. And what's her name? The uh, America. The... American made from the tick. Yeah, yeah. That... <laughs> no, uh, that's her name, America. She's the Hispanic girl. Got superpowers. America Ferrera. <laughs> I'm at a loss. Yeah. Um. So, I think we should start the conversation off with something that recently happened. We've got Captain America. There's a lot of people who have been Captain America. Um. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier dived into U.S. Agent, Battlestar, all those things, which yeah, really brought... What, what it means to be Captain America. Right. Um, and the then symbol. In the comics right now, we have uh, Captain America's across the country that they've got going on. They introduced right. a new Captain America character that's never been in the series before, who's a young preteen female that holds a Captain America shield. Mm-hmm. Um, so with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we, we, uh, the casual comic book character now knows that there have been other Captain Americas, including at one star point, I believe the Winter Soldier even held Captain America's moniker for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bucky was Captain America. He wore, um, suspenders. Citizen V. Ah, yes. That was one of the Thunderbolts. That is Zemo. If huh. I recall, when the Thunderbolts were trying to convince everyone that, hey, we're heroes, but they weren't really heroes. Back when Baron Zemo started Thunderbolts, he took on the identity Citizen V. Zemo's going kind of uh, all out in nonstop Spider Man. Hmm. He's making a real resurgence, consolidating Hydra. America oh, Chavez. That's who I was thinking of. Vengeance. And is she... Which movie is she going to be in? Or she's going to be in one of the series, right? She came from the Ultimates. And she's getting her own solo book, America. Yeah. I mean, in the... That's out. Cinematic Universe. I think she's going to be in Doctor Strange. If I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> oh yeah, she is cast. Yep, yep, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. <clears throat> so I'm wondering if we're going to get a glimpse of Young Avengers in Doctor Strange. Because you got Wanda's twins, and now they're casting the female Captain America. And we've got Isaiah Bradley's grandson. Mm-hmm. And little Pym is yeah. going to be in the next Because she was, she was recast. Yeah. So I think they were looking for a stronger actress. I'm not sure. And we could potentially be getting Kid Loki coming out of Loki. Mm-hmm. That was one of the uh, guesses as to who the kid was who entered the church with the yeah. kablooey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're they're really setting things up for you know Young Avengers, which would be kind of cool. And I mean, some of them they would have to kind of retcon because you, you don't have... Yeah. Steve Rogers and Natasha Romanoff having a child. But, I mean, yeah. they've... <laughs> yeah. Um, but then you've got, you know, 
Isaiah Bradley and um, Chavez here. You know, they're yeah. they're substituting for a Captain America. Right. Um, You're not going to have... You uh, don't have Iron Lad, but you have... Robert Downey Iron, Jr.'s daughter Iron, has a Iron suit. Heart. Yeah. Yeah. And, they could bring um, her in. They're uh, talking about that kid Harley. who called him the mechanic. Harley from Iron Man 3? Yeah. The, the guy at the funeral who, like, people were going, who the hell is that? Right. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, lots of potential for that. But, uh, yeah, they've... No Black Panther in Storm's Child. No. Well, you could just very easily turn uh, Little Sister into a yeah, Panther. Surrey. Yeah, Yeah. That's patriotic for Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the comics in the... I don't... Maybe the 40s? I don't know. I'm, my golden age is rusty right now, but... You know, you had the teams fighting for America in World War Two. Right. You know, you had the invaders, which was Cap, Namor, the original Human Torch, um, Miss America, and the Wizard. I think were the other two that I recall, like were introduced in Avengers when they when they did that. We introduced them. Wizard was a speedster. Miss America was just very. Uh, I don't know if she had powers or not, but she was more, you know, the gymnast type. She won a type. beauty contest and was given the title. Given the title, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> DC had the Freedom Fighters, who were based on Earth X when um, there was the multiverse. Uh, Earth X, the Axis Powers won, and they were fighting. This was um, Uncle Sam. Um, I think of the rest of the team now. I, I've bookmarked this. You'd think I should go look at that, actually. Um, uh, original six characters, Black Condor, Doll Man, the Human, Bomb, the Ray, Phantom Lady, and Uncle Sam. They came back in the 70s as a second team with Red V, Miss America, Manhunter, Plastic Man, and Quicksilver. So, yeah, they did. And, of course, the JSA. They were... Technically, I'm not sure if, like I said, I'm not sure in the Golden Age, but when I'm reading the Silver Age stuff, um, they could not fight in Europe because Hitler had the Spear of Destiny, a relic that was keeping them at bay. And the Japanese invaded and took over California, which caused the American troops to be recalled to America. So, you know, they lots of patriotic teams and such, you know, especially during wartime. Yeah, like uh, Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and back in the day, I, I want to say up until the 80s and, or 90s, Superman was the American superhero. Like, right, truth, mm-hmm. justice, and the American way. Right, mm-hmm. and then at some point, and I want to say it's around <coughs> the time of the blue Superman happened, mm-hmm. he said that he wasn't America's... Actually, you know what, I think I remember, because it was right around 9-11 when they did the big the Superman big stink. Yeah. Because he said, I'm not a US soldier, I'm not going to fight your wars. My job is to keep peace on the planet, not just for America. Mm-hmm. And right. Superman was no longer just for America at that point. That was a whole thing. I remember yeah. that. And I don't really read Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I recall a quote of some sort that you know, in the beginning with Superman, it was very political. 
because they were saying there's no one more political than Kansas farmers. You know, and so that background tied into it. Huh. Yeah, he was fighting gangsters and things like that. But again, it's very early and I'm not real familiar with that and He also fought Muhammad Ali. Yes. Yep. But Muhammad Ali wasn't a gangster. No. No. But he was a POC. Didn't they have Superman lose that fight? More than I can tell you. Yeah. I know that's one of the most valuable Superman comics. Hmm. 1978 is when Superman's slogan changed from truth, justice, and the American way. Now he just fights for truth and justice. But I swear something happened right around 9-11. Could be. Yeah, that was when, uh, you know, in the comic book, he announced to, uh, I guess, the U.S. Senate, whoever it was, that, look, I'm not a U.S. citizen. Superman, we are the greatest. Superman gets knocked out by Ali in the fourth round. Not only knocks out the alien champion, but knocks him out of the ring as well. Wow. I assume there must have been kryptonite involved. No, this was... It didn't take place on Earth. Uh, they were pulled into another planet. War world. Mm-hmm. Battle world. Damn molecule man. Beyonder. Mm. Mixaflixus. <laughs> yep. So, Ali <laughs> did beat Superman. <clears throat> um, so, I mean, not all superheroes that depict America are heroes. Um, we get that with Homelander and the boys. Right. Well, Homelander is not necessarily depicted as a villain through the eyes that we see of the boys. He is a villain. He's mm-hmm. against. He is the reason that there are supervillains in the universe. He did that himself. And he is not out for the betterment. He's out for himself. Yep. So, in a way, he shows the ugly side of what America is. Uh, you also see that in, I believe it's Major Victory. He is a villain. He is very, I don't know, staunch conservative to the point where he'll blow things up because they don't fit his view of the American way. Huh. That's a, reminds me, while you are saying that, that reminds me of Peacekeeper, another... Oh, DC yeah. character who used to be one of the yeah. Charlton heroes that DC brought over. Yeah, I believe in the one preview for it, um, someone tells him to eat a bag of dicks. Huh. And he said, if it was for America, I'd eat a bag of dicks. You know, and <laughs> he had to for America. Something I'm you know, misquoting, but yeah, something along those lines. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how he's portrayed because I'm guessing he's going to be a very, oh, what do I want to say? Hyper-conservative, not hyper-conservative, but, um, you know, this is America, I'm for it, you know. Yeah. And that's another group there, the Suicide Squad. Yeah. You know, um, you've got, I don't want to say they're patriots, but Amanda Waller and the organizers, which are, they're sending these supervillains out to do missions for America that need to be kept off the books. You know, so they're being patriotic in their own way. The villains are. Um, they just, 
Well, it's yeah. either that or have, have their, their head, head blown, blown off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know. I'm doing it for Amer- They're doing it for Argus. Well, Argus wasn't around back then, though. Oh, it wasn't? Not okay. when Suicide Squad first started. Okay. I, I don't believe. Um, it was just Amanda Waller and some other people. Because nowadays, saying anything Ameri- uh, Waller does is for America yeah. is kind of a gray zone. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, this was the second incarnation of the Suicide Squad because there was one before it. Huh. Um, earlier in DC history, Rick Flagg was basically. I think his father was the Rick Flag of the original Suicide Squads, and then he he became involved in it in uh, in that. I think I think that came to light in Suicide Squad Fifty, the anniversary issue. I think they got into that whole situation. And then you have American Flag. Spelled with two G's. Two G's. Ruben Flag. That was something you introduced us to yeah. during show and tell that time. Yep. Um, you know, it's America's tricentennial. And things aren't... Hey, that's coming up. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. You know, as, as, as the saying goes, somebody's got to put it back together. Um, and, you know, he's not... He's not really patriotic in that sense, but he's trying to restore the system as best he can so like the the first 12 issues are gorgeous Chaikin's art is unbelievable um story is good um i'm trying to remember how much more of the art he did he didn't do 13 and 14 uh one of those issues was <clears throat> abysmal um but it, <laughs> it was back issue uh, back backstory of two of the characters i believe um you get a paperback for two hundred bucks. That's the complete series. Wow. What what issues does it say? One through fifty. Oh, okay. How do they do that in one paperback? Wow. Um, hmm. I guess you know, no Animbus. bigger than Planet Hulk. I guess. Yeah. Omnibus, Animbus. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then the, he did the some of the second set of twelve. Oh, I used to then, collect Black Kiss. Howard Jenkins, yeah. It is not for children. Yeah, he can be kind of, oh, I don't want to say pornographic, but... But that was pornographic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he pushes it in American flag, but, you know, he can draw very noirish, sexy women. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's the thing about it. The artwork uh-huh. is just incredible. I mean, yeah, it's And I believe the storyline... After issue 24, I think he was more or less just the, like, executive producer of it, basically. Uh, it never got as complicated as, or intriguing as his storylines in the first 24, but... American Gods, that's another one, I mean. That's less American superheroes, more American... That's more what happened. American Gods, Neil Gaiman. Is yeah. That okay. That to, that really is more like you know what happens when the old gods start getting not believed in and the new gods get believed in. Yeah. You know, gods of Wi-Fi, gods of you know that stuff. It's been a while since I read it, and um, 
we start worshiping technology instead of spiritualism. Yeah, and things you know, other other new gods that have sprouted up. But don't they turn? Didn't aren't they turning that into a show? It's, yeah, it's yeah. They canceled it after season three, which really has people like annoyed because he's strung up on a tree, having his visions, and that's where it ends. You know, they're talking about trying to finish it off in a mini series or something that like that. What Showtime? Showtime, yeah. <clears throat> so Prob- I, I pulled this out because I, I don't know how much of a American superhero we really consider him, but Red Hulk, Thunderbolt Ross, yeah, literally General Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> definitely not what I'd consider a hero, but he's definitely been more anti-hero. He's been getting yeah. the Venom treatment as of late. Well, then hmm. uh, you know, he would be you know, in continuity considered an American hero. Yeah, because he's a Hulk for the America. government. They dropped yeah. they dropped him into Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> but even before that, you know, he was a highly decorated general. Right. Mm-hmm. So even then, he was an American hero. Yeah. And I'm trying to think um, if Squadron Supreme, when they were first introduced, if they were working for the government or not. I think at one point they eventually were. But uh, we got the Googles. Sorry, Pup. Squadron Supreme of Earth 616 worked for America. Okay. Created by Mephesto. Oh, okay. Well, isn't 616 the... That's... Main continuity. Main continuity, okay. But I'm trying to remember when they were, they were first introduced in Avengers. Um, but I'm trying to think if they were alternate reality, alternate world. Alternate or? reality was Earth TRN 852. Okay. I mean, they were basically just introduced as, you know, okay, we're going to give you our, our version of the Justice League. Right. You know, our little homage. And then, of course... DC, I think, did that too. Um, but they did it mostly in um, Legion. I think they had their X-Men analogs, and then X-Men had their Legion analogs. Right. Because that's the ones who fought for the Shi'ar um, in the Phoenix, Dark Phoenix saga. It was their versions of of the Legion. Oh, uh, Guardian. Gladiator, and, Gladiator, yeah. and a bunch like that. And then when they were introduced later on, they had more members who were more, yeah, more legionnaire, homage, homages, I guess. I don't know, but. <clears throat> yes. And then there's the government-sanctioned mutant group, X Factor, started out as a uh, mm-hmm. government liaison team. Yep. And those were the original X-Men. Yep, right Scott after, Summers. Right Jean after Grey. they brought Gene back yep. for the first time. But not the last time. Because uh, that's when they found out that Gene didn't die. There was a cocoon in the bottom of the lake, yes. or bottom of Long Island Sound or whatever, and Gene was just recuperating or whatever in there. It was the blue came, and white uniforms. Yes. When she came out, she had beautiful wings. <laughs> and Scott, upon hearing that his old love was alive, ditched Dumped the, the new woman <laughs> that he had a baby with. <laughs> like that. 
Welcome to the MCU. Goodbye, Madeline. Why don't you go to hell and become a, a demon? That's great. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. She's like, you know what? That sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Is that Madeline Pride? Pryor. Yeah. Pryor. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, Scott put her through some trauma. Scott's yep. trash. In every iteration, he's a great leader. I blame Jim Shooter. But in every iteration of him, he's trash. If they just had to send their baby away to the future to get cured of a technovirus. If he didn't let Dark Phoenix eat the people, the asparagus people planet, none of this would have happened because she wouldn't have had to die in X-Men 137. Yeah. She, she, hey, you know, you don't check the planets out before you make a sun go nova. Yeah. Who does that? Huh. <laughs> you know, who cares and they're if, just asparagus, asparagus people. Asparagus people, yes. Who likes asparagus? That's right. <laughs> You know how fast asparagus grows? If there was just one or two of them just off planet, they'd repopulate the whole species like that. <laughs> I didn't have a gauntlet on when I snapped, so reality should be okay. Should be. Should be, yes. But ultimately, I... One panel of asparagus people. Thank you, John Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, I, I'm sure there's some heroes in there that we didn't mention today, because... Superhero universes are enormous. We don't yep. know them all. And, you know, there's the S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm trying to think which universe that was, but um, I think that might be the Archie universe, the S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I mean, there's so many, because that's one of the iconic tropes, I guess you would say, mm -hmm. of, you know, if you're going to start a comic company, you know, you have the Superman, the Batman, the Wonder Woman, the Speedster... The Patriot, you know, because that's just yeah. small size. There's a reason why they're like that. Who is the Batman of Marvel? Do you consider it to be Iron Man? They he's less they, gadgety. More. They consider Captain America the Batman of the Marvel universe. They they put um, Tony Stark against um, Hal Jordan most of the time because they're they both create. Okay. Um, yeah, but Hal Jordan has a. Magic ring. Yeah, but you know it's it's a creative thing. Um, Thor and Superman, of course. Does it only affect half of Tony's armor since it's red and yellow? <laughs> I don't um, know. There's one hero that we did not mention, and I'm surprised we didn't mention it because I consider him to be an American hero, Spider-Man. Oh yeah. I mean, he he fights for New York, not necessarily America. But he fights for New York. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, but but we I wouldn't consider him patriotic. But yeah, he does fight for his corner of America. Yeah, yeah. But then they all fight for their yeah reasons. You know, their yeah. Because I mean, if you say Spider-Man, you'd have to add the defenders. defenders. But for some reason, Spider-Man's always stood out to me as an American hero. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, mean, I know that's weird because he doesn't... As opposed to a hero for America. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just it's weird, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Well, he's wearing red and blue. Yeah. Oh, and... he's back to wearing red and blue, by the way. Oh, uh, what happened with his special armor? Uh, it, it turns out that um, villains can also download the app <laughs> and track his whereabouts. Oops. Oh. Surprise! <laughs> uh, did you call that? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, but his turns out the uh, the villains uh, saw uh, that uh, 
opening just as quickly as I did. <laughs> hey, wait. We but, could tell right where he is. Don't worry, he'll get a pop. Yeah. Speaking... I hope so. I, I mean, the suit design is actually kind of cool. I mean... <clears throat> Speaking of suits, though, you know, again, with the American motif, Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, because... She is wearing... The Wonder Woman was... Stars and Stripes. Mm -hmm, based off, you know, Justice Society and everything, fighting till, with them. Till they and Stargirl. Well, Amazon Amazonian or whatever. Yeah. Down the road. But yeah, no, you're right. Completely. Yeah. Especially her old T 60s TV show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which combined you both. You know, the uh, end credit scene for uh, Wonder Woman at 84 with Linda Carter. Oh, yeah. Who is she? You mean in, in the movie who she's portraying? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she gives a name. She catches a pole, so she's obviously Amazonian, but... I don't know the Maybe reference. they snuck a multiverse reference in there. Could have been, because she did reprise her role in the Arrowverse. And you know what? Linda Carter, I don't think, has aged a day. Um, She's with the Y, right? Linda Carter character, okay. Well, yeah, I guess uh, we could talk in circles about this all day. And yeah. If we wanted to get into American Heroes, we could get into the old Eric Bannon. Her... Her name is Asteria. Yeah. Is it Eric Bannon? The old Hulk TV show where he's traveling across America? Oh, and yeah. that's uh, David Banner. Bill, Bruce Banner. Bill Bixby. Yeah. 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 Bill Bixby plays David Banner. They wouldn't allow them David to Bruce use... David Bruce Banner. Yeah, they wouldn't allow them to use the name Bruce because it sounded gay. The credits explain that this is Asteria, the Amazonian yeah. with the shiny golden armor Diana spoke about earlier in the film. Oh, so that's the, that was her armor, her that, armor. She, yeah. that she trashed. Yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, then there was the Green Arrow and the Green Lantern Across America story. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, hard-traveling heroes. I still haven't read that. I need to find that and read that. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, again, talk in circles all day, but yeah. right now the most exciting thing we have going on in America is that we can go see an X-Wing down in Washington, D.C. Sweet. Yep. Pending road trip. <clears throat> yep. But thank you for listening this week. Um, link to the Discord is in the description below. Um, we po I posted an interesting video, a YouTube video, about Batman going over the entire Justice League's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. That I pulled from the Diniverse. They like to do that occasionally because when they got rebooted, Tower of Babel, I think, was the. Uh, not Grant Morrison, geez. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm lost the creator's names, but that was one of the things that. Um, yeah. You know, Batman's always got a contingency plan for taking out anyone he's associated with. And now we know Batman's weakness. <laughs> yeah, because you watched it. Yeah. Going down on Catwoman. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you watch the video that I put up there? No. He straight up says his own weakness. And he says, if you try to use it against me, I will hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> so no one else adopt young wards. <laughs> he, uh, he was broke there for a little bit and still standing around. It's family. Oh, yeah, go after his family. He said, and he's nothing, I'm nothing more than a human. I have all the weaknesses of a normal mortal. 
your best way to kill me is to distract me. The easiest way to distract me is my weakness to my family. But I will warn you if you go after <laughs> but my But they're family, all dead. Ha ha ha! He was referencing um, yeah. Nightwing. Nightwing. Yeah. Barbara. Robbins. Yeah. Dick, Tim, <coughs> Damien. Mm-hmm. Catwoman. Yep. And her sweet, sweet tang. I believe when you're referring to a cat, it's a pussy. Uh. <laughs> pussy cat. Okay, cat. Megan, yeah. sorry about that. Garrett probably could have listened to most of this. <laughs> Where else can they find us, Corey? Oh, find yeah. us on Facebook. We're under Theseus Media. You'll find links to all of our episodes. Maybe even a uh, link about Bat Cunnilingus. <laughs> Uh, I pretty much can't follow that, but I'm going to use my power of super ventriloquism and imitate Peter's voice telling us what we're going to talk about next week. You ready, folks? We're going to go through time travel again. We're going to get super timey-wimey. I did that really well, didn't I? You, hey, can, you can't even tell that wasn't Peter. Like you already had me confused about which holiday was Memorial Day and Labor Day with all this time travel. <laughs> But we just figured with Loki, we can either revisit time travel after it's done in a couple of weeks, or we'll have three episodes of Loki in to get us really confused and go from there. Yeah. So we're going to go from there. Or so, we may get arrested by the Time Authority. Yep. So the goal TVA is... TVA is coming after me. We, yeah. we do it next week, <clears throat> and then when this episode is live, it'll be the day after the final episode. Hmm, that is oh, true. Loki. Yeah. Yes. That is true. Loki's only six weeks. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the episode that we record next week will come out the day but, after the last episode but of But they're running 40, 45 minutes each, which is basically mm -hmm. what they said they were going to do. Yeah. You know, um, you know, 270 minutes of content, basically. Right. So, and we're able to start getting excited for what if the next one on the roster. I mm -hmm. mean, we know that we're getting. Captain Carter. And we're getting Star-Lord T'Challa. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, we know that we're getting something involving Spider-Man because oh, Tom they... Holland has recorded an episode. The uh, current comic book run uh, of What If right now is a Shadow of the Spider and it's What If Spider-Man had kept the Venom symbiote. Very good reading. Hmm. Um, I heard a rumor online, and he heard of this is strictly do, a rumor, do, and we do, all know do, at this point do, to take do, rumors do. with a grain of salt. But they apparently had the Netflix actor for Punisher in the studio. Yes, and live action or animated? The live oh, yeah. action John uh, Bernthal is it was in the studio for What If? Huh. And we know that Tom Holland recorded a what if. Mm -hmm. So we have no confirmation, but rumors are running absolutely rampant that we're getting what if the Punisher killed Spider-Man. Hmm. Mm. Which is the most valuable what if comic that was ever right. made. Right. Because the Punisher is wearing <clears throat> his uh, white disco boots. Yeah. On the cover. <laughs> so we might see the Punisher kill Spider-Man. Which would be pretty damn interesting if you ask me. Hmm. Yeah. 
But again, I think... Especially if Peter resurrects himself the way he has when he's been killed before. He cocoons up and comes out as the other before regaining his humanity. I, uh, the other is the uh, the, spider the spider totem. Yeah. I wonder if uh, that would be age appropriate for what they're aiming for with what if. Yeah, I don't know what they're aiming for. I, I think because it's animated, I think they're aiming for a Y7 age. Well, they can always modify it. Yeah. What if the Punisher almost kills Spider-Man? Because he doesn't spider, die. What if yeah. the Punisher uh, made friends with Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, if I remember that comic correctly, I mean, he ends up like <clears throat> straight up shackling Spider-Man to a wall and pumping him full of a clip. Something like that. As one is wont to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we shall see. They're being pretty tight-lipped, but again, that's a little ways in the future yet, So because yeah. we've still got Hawkeye coming out. And I'm going to guess that probably What If isn't going to be like a long string of things. I bet they're going to do a bunch of, you know, do some season to season. You know, they might have, you know, 26 episodes on the dock right now, but they're only going to put, you know, maybe eight at a time or something like that to fall in line with the other. I think What If season one. That they're calling it? Yeah, I think it's 10 episodes. Okay. Which would fit in kind of with what everything right. else was. Mm, I'm checking the wiki for it right you know, now. Instead of Young Avengers, all this might lead into West Coast Avengers too. I think West Coast Avengers is going to be Splinter because that's where we're going to have the She-Hulk and... War Machine, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to be Disney+. <clears throat> the new Hawkeye. The new yeah, Hawkeye is probably going to be Young Avengers. Young, yeah, her and uh, Stature Kate. from... Yeah, from... Uh, Ant-Man franchise. I forgot about them when I was going off on uh, mentioning oh, names. Yeah. yeah. So Jeffrey Wright is has been cast as Otu, the Watcher. Hmm. Well, that's probably going to be a framing device then, I bet, <clears throat> between each episode. Yeah. He's going to come out and say, you know... Well, he, he was the host of the What If comic book. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that is true. I still and have copies of the And it was generally him original. watching TV. Of different realities. Well, that probably is the current version, but the <laughs> the original version, you know, when when dinosaurs ruled the earth and I bought comics, you know, he was the framing device to let you know what was going to happen. So we have a full cast list. Um, Haley Atwell is going to be Captain Britain, Peggy Carter. Yeah. Chadwick Bowsman is going to be T'Challa, Star Lord. Um, Dross Brolin will be Thanos. Dominic Cooper will be Howard the Duck. David nice. Detmatchin. Howard the Duck? Yep. Wasn't that Howard Stark's dad, Dominic Cooper? Oh, yeah, Howard Stark. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Howard the Duck is featured in the series. That would be amusing, though. Um, be a very different take on Howard the Duck. Yes. Uh, Kurt, or Howard Stark. Hank Pym, Nebula... Grandmaster Jeff Goldblum, uh, Brock Rumlow, Crossbones, okay, Frank Craig, Rillo, Craiglin, Craiglin, Obinfetry, Craiglin was Guardians of the Galaxy. That's uh, Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn, yeah. Thor, Loki, Korath, the Pursuer, Nick Fury. Korath would be Guardians of the Galaxy. He's one of the. Uh, 
He's uh, what you call it, Cree, right? Cree, Just yeah. like uh, Ronan. Yeah, he's one of the accusers. Um, Arnim Zola, portrayed by Toby Jones. Okay, he he voiced him and did him in Captain America. Killmonger, Dum Dum Dungan. Killmonger, he's dead. Michael B. Jo- oh, this is interesting, what if. huh? Oh yeah. Um, Jane Foster, Clint Barton, Yondu. Scott Lang, Bruce Banner, uh, Bucky Barnes, Taserface. I guess I guess we are going to have what if Bucky didn't die? Yeah. What if that would be? Yeah. That's pretty much a common. What if Taserface was leader of the Ravagers? <laughs> well, I mean, you've got T'Challa as Star Lord, so you're going to have. That's where all that's coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Korg. Nice. And then we're also getting Tony Stark, Steve Rogers. The Collector. Oh. Doctor Stephen Strange. Well Collector was in Guardians, so it's not gonna yeah. be it's not gonna be the Michael Korvac saga. Carol Danvers, Howard the Duck, and here's one I don't recognize. Teen Lear Tyven. That is the collector. That name. is the collector? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's all we know about what if you know what I'm gonna do a little bit of digging, <clears throat> see what else I can find out. Maybe it's something that I can talk about next week when we get into spoilers ahead. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. Till next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. Still don't have a sign off. One day. One day. <laughs> <laughs>